your request of God. Welcome to the Rosh Hashanah Perspective. The Rosh Hashanah Perspective is in loving memory of Edward ben Ephraim and Shlomo ben Edward. May their souls be uplifted and may the memories be a blessing for their families. The Rosh Hashanah Perspective is also in honor of their Fuah Shalema, the complete and speedy recovery of Shaul ben Brita, Sasson ben Tzal ben Batya, Chana Bas Esther, and Yerachmiel Daniel ben Tova Basha. We are about to begin a new year and celebrate Rosh Hashanah, the day that God created Adam and Chava. It is also the day that God sits on His holy throne of judgment as the fate of every single living being is decided. But it is also the day that we crown God as our King, putting our faith and trust in His majesty and sovereignty. During Rosh Hashanah, we say many moving and stirring prayers as we ask God for a year filled with health, happiness, and success. We read the powerful stories of Avram and Sarah being blessed with a child at an old age, as well as Avram being tested by God to offer Yitzchak, his most beloved son, as a sacrifice to God. The Haftarah, the reading from the prophets that we read on the first day, is an emotional story of a barren woman blessed with a son, the prophet Shmuel, Shmuel Hanavi. Her name was Hannah, and she was not blessed with a child for many years while her husband's other wife, Penina, had many children. The story began when her husband Elkanah and their entire family went to Shiloh, the place where the Mishkan stood for over 200 years to celebrate the holidays. He would offer many karbanes, many sacrifices, and give out pieces of meat to his wives and children. But since Hannah had no children, she was only given one portion of the sacrifice, which saddened Hannah immensely as all she wanted and desired was to have a child of her own. She decided to go to the Mishkan and beg and pray to God to give her a child and remove her pain and suffering. She swore that if she has a child, he'll be raised as a faithful servant of God of Akadosh Baruch Hu. And as she was praying, Eli, the high priest, Eli the Kohen Gadol, watched what seemed to be a drunk lady in the Mishkan. And when she finally finished praying, he said to her, Ad Masai Tishtakrin, until when will you be drunk? To which she responded, Loya Deni, no, my master. Isha Kashas Ruchanechi, I'm a very unhappy woman. I have not drinking any wine or beer. The Eshbaich Esnafshi Lefne Hashem, I'm just pouring out my soul to God. She was saying she was not intoxicated. Instead, she was directly talking from her essence, from her soul, to God. Eli Hakoin quickly realized his mistake and blessed her that her prayers should be fulfilled. And a year later, Hanan was blessed with a son who became one of the greatest prophets of our history, Shmuel Hanavi. And she praised God, For this child I have prayed for. And God has granted me my prayers for which I have asked from him. And at the age of three years old, Hannah brought the young Shmuel to the Mishkan to study and learn under Eli, the Kohen Gadol, Eli, the high priest. This incredibly moving story poses many questions. The main being what the Talmud writes about Hannah's prayer. The Talmud in Brachas 31 writes that we learn many laws and regulations concerning praying from Hannah's prayer. However, we have many powerful examples of davening, of praying to Hashem from the Torah itself. Abraham Avinu begging God to save Sodom and Amur from destruction. Yitzchak and Rivka beseeching God to give them a child to succeed them. Yaakov Avinu praying to Hashem to save him from his father-in-law, Lavan. Moshe Rabbeinu praying countless of times to God to forgive the Jewish nation after their many mistakes. Why is Hannah's prayer used as the primary example of what praying should resemble? The Lubavitch Rebbe answers this question by explaining the depth of Hannah's prayer. He writes, The Hannah said to Eli Akoin, V'yayin v'sheicha lo'isha sisi. I am not intoxicated. 
I am just pouring out my soul to God, meaning that her prayer was not influenced or inspired by a physical need, but by a spiritual calling directly from her soul. Eliak Cohen thought that she was intoxicated with physicality, asking God for only physical blessings during the holidays. She was asking God and telling Eliak Cohen that her ask from God was to gift her child so she can gift him back to God. She wanted to give birth to one of the greatest prophets of all time, to bring to the world a person who would anoint the first two kings of the Jewish people. The Lubavitch Rebbe continues that although Rosh Hashanah may not feel like the proper time to ask from physical blessings from God, this is when God wants to hear them. For having physical blessings of health, happiness, and success only helps us develop a deep and profound relationship with God. For our desires and wishes come from the deepest parts of our soul, even if we think otherwise. Chana represents the most powerful type of prayer, one that reveals to us the essence of ourselves, God. And as we blow the shofar and crown God as the one and only true king, know that he hopes to hear all your needs and requests. He wants you to pray Lechana and pour out your soul to him in the hopes of you seeing your most authentic self, the child of God. May we all be blessed with a year of purpose and meaning, a year of strength and health, a year of true happiness and prosperity. And I want to leave you with the words and the blessings of the Lubavitch Rebbe for the new year. So jeder ist nun maule jeden, wo noch sich gefinden sagt, und gerechnet sagt, mit Kabel sein Pnei, mit Schäck, mit Keno, ohne Kenji hier raus.